Welcome to the things we don't want to talk about. A podcast for the voice for the unheard, hope for the hopeless, and the it to keep you pushing through life authentically, unapologetically, while being true to yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of The Things We Do Not Want to Talk About. Can you all believe we are one episode away from closing season two? This is such a bittersweet moment, and it feels like this season went really fast this time. I don't know why, but I'm like, wow, am I ready for it to end? Um, So, I don't know. I feel a bit reflective, and thank you just for everyone who's been listening all the way. Um, If you have not known, I did reach over a 1,000 downloads. I think I'm, I'm almost at 1500 soon, uh, so I'm really excited. And for those who've been listening, I am on a hiatus, which is why you haven't saw me on social media and watches, which is why I've only like promoted the podcast one time from the last episode. I come off September the 16th. And for this one in particular, this was more so about my discipline and not even well, I guess you could say the focus is too, but really trying to build my consistency up and my discipline. So um, by the 16th, which is next Friday, um, I would have been off social media for 21 days. The longest I went before was like 30 something days. And um, this was like the longest time period where I've been on social media consistently without a break. So this was a big one for me. And this was something I definitely was looking forward to, especially with me um, going to a new school now and me kind of starting over with new beginnings. I really kind of needed that clarity. So I feel like throughout this time and when you go on hiatus as if you do or if you do plan to go on one, sometimes it takes a while for your mind to actually get clear and like hear what life is telling you. So I feel like I'm just now getting my clarity and like going through my testing period this week. Um, so I'll have it to like next week to like get it together and feel comfortable. So even if I'm not at a good space, I still won't get on social media. So in my mind, I'll tell myself I'm allowed to, but I won't get on it um, until my mind is all the way clear. So if that's something you've been wanting to go through or something you have been wanting to experience even short term or just something you wanted to know more about feel free to hit me up on insta or just ask me some questions in my dm or anything and i will let you all know because i get a few people to ask me questions about it like what they do how to start um and me personally i did it for the first time in 2018 after a breakup and i was just like tired of seeing them on social media so i needed a break and that's kind of where i started so now i'll do it for different things or like if i'm down or if i'm not in the best um mental health state which is really not why i started it this time but more so for the clarity um, so with that, going into the topic um, and what I was saying about was like, what's your core fear and what do you really want in life? So lately, I have been hearing from like a lot of people and even my own self and different things that I've been experiencing. Um, we are a lot of people and I say we because me and the others who I've been talking with, we are at this state where we are scared of what's next. And again, I feel like I always I like, have to make a reference to JG because we really have these talks before I record. And basically, my whole talk today was these things that I'm scared of or what's going to happen and what's going to be the impact and what's this and what's that and what's that. And even the fact we just talked about a few minutes ago, literally, it's like, but what if it works? Right. And a lot of people have been coming up to me talking about the things that they're scared of or the different things that don't work for them and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but what if it works? And I'm saying it in my head, but we're not doing those actions. So as I mentioned before, probably a few podcasts ago in May, you all know I was diagnosed with the OCD um, and perfectionism just right. And then I've been dealing with it. I was in therapy twice a week, every week. Now I am down to therapy once a week. And it'll probably go to bi-weekly in a few weeks if my scores go up because I do my assessments. 
And I'm just now getting what is called um, my actual core fear. So my core fear of like my thing of like what's my problem with OCD has just been given. And I'm actually going to read it to you all just to let you all know like how transparent that it gets and like what all comes with it. So um, she said your your core fear of OCD is the thing of me not being able to plan for the unknown. Um, I always want to know why and I create narratives in my head that are creative narratives that are not true and rules that I am trying to live up to that are exhausting. So my core fear of OCD is not being able to have control or not being able to plan and not being able to know why. So believe it or not, I'm that person which no matter if you call, I make sure text message by one second, one minute, two minutes. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, this blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. My bad, I didn't answer because of this. And when my therapist said, I'm 52 years old in King Gate, and I don't, I've not ever told someone why I did not answer the phone or why I didn't do this. And I thought that was the most craziest thing I've ever heard because me and all my friends, we always start the conversation off with, oh, girl, my bad, I didn't answer your phone because I was at work or I was doing this or I was doing that. And when she said, it's like, that is such an unrealistic boundary. And that is something that is so odd to me that you feel the need to always have to explain yourself. You do not need to know why. That's not your business. No one has to explain to you why they did not answer your phone call or why they didn't do anything because that's not their obligation to you. And when she said, I was so blown away, like, excuse me, that is so rude. Like, why would you not tell me? But after I sat with it and we had a discussion, why do you feel obliged to have someone to tell you why something, right? And I connected that with this idea of like your core fear. Why do you have to know exactly what's going to happen the whole way in order for you to jump on something? Right. We're now in a quarter four. Um, we had those things that we wrote down of things that we wanted to do in our quarter one. We were preparing for this 2022 year. Now we're starting to look at what are we going to do different for 2023. And a lot of us are stuck in this portion of what if it doesn't work or why or just the fear. Right. Maybe the fear of failure, fear, your fear of not knowing where to go next um, and possibly trying to figure out if I don't move from this situation, what will happen then? Or if I stay here, what could happen? And the reason why we are so stuck in this um, kind of like chokehold that fear has on us is because we have this attachment to control. And it's something that I'm seeing personally in my life, but also something that I'm seeing in lots of people's lives as well. When I think about how come this person won't do this or why is it that they act on this but not that? And it's this idea of fear. Um, so many instances you won't leave the guy that's abusing you because of fear right you won't lose your you won't um, try to go to a new job and try to expand your mind because you're fearful that that job will be too hard or you won't go out to challenge yourself on this new task that may take more of you but can make you a better person because of fear right this idea of comfortability and fear is really starting to take over us and it's starting to plague not only what we do but how we do it and it goes kind of beyond just a personal or an intimate setting. Because I've also talked about how it is um, in our career wise or how it is or what it looks like in terms of how we're able to interact with people. And sometimes how we are not able to get to our true selves within because we're afraid of the person who we become. And I heard a quote before it talks about like um, how we are afraid of our shadow. And sometimes the scariest person and who we really are afraid of are the is the person who we really could become. Because we don't know what that would look like for people. Would people still appreciate us? 
us? Will people still love us when we have these boundaries in place? And that's something I've been dealing with myself, actually. So I'm on this challenge with my therapist. I think I mentioned it, maybe. If so, sorry for being so repetitive. But I'm on this therapist currently, and it goes all the way until October, where I cannot do favors for people. Um, I cannot lend money. I cannot do anything like that. Because for me, um, I am a go-to person, and I am a go-to person because I have built this up for people. So I am the person that people can go to to feel comfortable to um, because I have allowed that and I have created that space. But what people don't know, it's like I've done this on the back of myself to build others. So because of the fact I'm so scared to tell you no, I'm willing to do whatever to make yes be the answer. And because I've done that for so long, I have threw away all my boundaries, all my standards and have put more on myself than what I can um, comfortably bear on me. And it's just now time for a change, right? And when my therapist had position or put this out there as like a challenge she really wanted me to do I was scared I wanted to cry I felt so small like why would I tell people no when I am in a position to tell them yes like that is so mean to me but she said no and King what you're afraid of is you're afraid of people not looking at you a certain way she said it's not your responsibilities to fix the needs of others she said but you're fearful that people are not able to do it on their own if you do not help them and when she said it I said wow that's pretty deep but it's like, it's the truth, right? It was, it's a literal fear of mine. I'm just now getting comfortable as I've been doing it now for like three weeks. And I have to literally do like ERP therapy where I have to sit down and like sit in my feelings after I say no, because it hurts me so bad. Right. But that's like my personal fear. And that's something I'm working through. So as it relates to others, we all have this thing of like what we're scared of because we cannot predict the outcome. So because of the fact we are not able to predict the outcome, we have this control power issue. And not many times do we really talk about what this looks like when we are not able to be in control and how much control we really need. And this is something that I see a lot in relationships and why a lot of relationships fail when it comes to like cheating or trying to have control over your significant other or always just wanting to have that codependency, right? Um, this idea of if we're not in control, then people don't love us, right? Or if we're not in control, we're not doing things right instead of just accepting things for what it is and knowing your position that you play. You may not always have the greatest stakeholder position, but that does not mean that you are not doing the right thing. And that does not mean that that the control is not on your side. And that, I feel like it takes a certain level of emotional maturity and maturity in general to be able to understand what you really want is control over someone or control over something instead of doing the thing, right? No, you want control over this position that you have and not necessarily trying to do a job correctly. And when I had this conversation with someone about this, it was like, girl, what are you talking about? But it takes you to really understand, like, what do you want in your life? Right. And what are you scared of? Right. And nine times out of 10 and maybe eight times out of 10, you're really afraid of going to the next level because you're going to lose control. So in that position that you're currently in or the spot that you are or this role that you feel in life, you have control over it and you've built that control over the years of you doing it. But what you really are losing is like your free will and your creativity, because in this new spot, in this new space, you could be even more or greater. But it's going to take you to have some of that uncertainty and it's going to take you to do what you have not been molded and accustomed to to get to that point. And it's scary. And it's really scary for me being someone that does deal with my OCD and having these um, anxious, intrusive thoughts. It could be really overwhelming and exhausting. But at the same time, it's like if I'm not able to feel some type of uncertainty and let go of that control, I will not ever be able to go to that next level. And in this time period, and especially us in this transition period, it's time to go to the next level and it's time to really walk inside of your fear. 
And it's easier said than done, of course. And it takes you some time to kind of sit with yourself and really figure out what are you scared of? What do you want? And then what are you scared of will happen if you do do this thing? And it takes not only just your time to sit in it, but your willingness and your ability to do it right. Your ability to actually address like what is the fear and where is it coming from? Right. There is a such thing as like um, a decent amount of fear that we all should have. Right. Like we shouldn't want to jump off a thousand foot buildings and hope that, you know, we'll land perfectly two feet. Right. But certain fear is normal. Right. I have a fear that if I don't do these things, then this will happen. Right. And reasonable doubt. But at some point we let our fear become our whole lives and we stop living and instead walk inside the fear. And our whole lives become this thing of only trying to possess control and not give freedom. Right. Not find the blissful joy in life or not find the blissful joy in our relationships or not find the joy in that next thing you want for your career, for your long term, because you're so afraid, whether you're afraid of what people think. You're afraid of like you really could blossom into you're this beautiful person. And that's one. And that's a thought we don't really entertain a lot of. Right. This idea of entertaining this idea of you could blossom to be that thing, that it, that job, that product, that this, that you always have wanted to be. But it's going to take you get into a place that you haven't been before. And that's because where you want to go is somewhere you have not been or therefore you wouldn't want to keep going or keep yearning for this unknown thing. Right. But it's fearful. And as I was breaking it down and really trying to like understand it for my own terms and my own sake, um, I was in therapy today and she was just saying, like, what are you afraid of? Like, what are you afraid of in like this new relationship that you could build that's going to take away from your old self? Right. Why is it that you're scared of the bad things that happen? Why is it that you're actually scared of the goodness that could happen? And you're not really sure how you're able to control it. Right. When you're not used to joy happening or when you're not used to good coming your way, you believe that everything has to come with a catch or everything has to be associated with a negative thing that will hold you back. And I would like to think of that as like a trauma response. I know that may not be the best word to describe it. But the symptoms and how we move, it's like what is similar to, right? You're so accustomed to bad that good doesn't even sound right, right? Good comes with a catch or what do I have to do to get this or things like that instead of just honestly living in the blissfulness. And I'm not saying it's from like an overly positive mindset. I know how people are about that. I feel you on it a thousand percent. But it's like at some point in time, we have to have a balance. So when I say have this reasonable amount of fear, that's like normal to being a human and things that you wouldn't do. That's ridiculous. You have to also get into the habit and really like entertaining and like really putting your energy into this idea of having a reasonable amount of positiveness and blissfulness and joy that will comes from the way that you're doing right if your a and your b come together it's gonna equal that c right so it's not a trick as to why this joy is coming your way or why your happiness or why this or why that it's because if you've done these things and this is the outcome the same way how if you as a kid try to ride your bike every single day i'm sure after a while you will learn how to ride that bike without the training wheels it's just common sense right unless you have some type of spectacular issue that causes you to where you're not able to keep going so it's that same way but on the adult field right if you go to school you've managed these grades in high school when you go to school you're applying for scholarships nine times out of ten you will get them right you will get the money for it um if you apply yourself and you'll get through college right you use those same skills you amplify them you do good you get a job right it's really quite simple but unfortunately in our life it's not that easy and that's something I had to deal with myself being that I used the model of school to get me through life or at least I tried to until I realized that doesn't work 
So although, yeah, I struggled mentally um, in college of going through different obstacles and tribulations, it was quite simple. If I did the work and I studied and I grinded real hard, I would get through school, right? And if I get through school and I get this degree, I know I need that to get a job, then I'm going to get a job. It's pretty simple, right? No overnight success story. More so just knowing the tools that I needed to use to get there. Like, it's that simple. So when we look at um, life and being able to understand life, there is no handbook. I understand that if nobody else do. <laughs> it's all trial and error. But as you experience life for what it is and you experience life more and openly and freely in the ways that you want to and not the way society wants you to, it helps you to really eliminate fears. And it also helps you to gain control and release it at the same time. So you gain more control of yourself by being able to be okay with not being in control. And that's a deep one, and I wish I could recite it, but I already forgot it. But, <laughs> like, you really being able to, like, gain control of yourself helps you to gain control of life. And that helps you to really let go of your fear. But I think another, like, why it's so hard for us to get to that point is because we try to move from A to J real quick. Instead of just trying to do A to B. So, me, for example, um, which is crazy. I, I went to CJ Barry Morris um, over the weekend. I don't think I ever told y'all, but I'm terrified of heights. Um, I don't go to Cedar Point. I don't do roller coasters. Anything that has my adrenaline pumping at an unnatural level, you can count me out. Um, but this past weekend, I was out with my nephew, and I wanted to spend some time with him. And I wanted to do something fun. So, we had went to CJ Barry Morris, and I got on, like, the junior drop. You know, the things like it shoots you up and it goes down and y'all all in a circle. And I screamed my lights out. It was the most horrifying experience. Keep in mind, it was a junior one. And I don't plan on ever going anything um, like it or remotely close. But I achieved a fear. When I got done, I was a little shaken up. Uh, nothing that's crazy or something that would have me going. It was something that I could say I tried it. And I did it, right? I don't like it and I won't do it again. But I tried it and it didn't kill me. So I had a fear of ever going on things like that. And the girl told me it wasn't that bad and she lied. I really need to come see about her. But I did it, right? If I would have not listened to this thing inside of me and only went with my fear, right? It was a reasonable fear because I knew it only goes so high and I know it was only for a short amount of time, right? I still use my um, discernment to know if I was going to do it or not. But I didn't let my fear be the reason why I couldn't do something. And for me, like that is truly y'all like a huge fear of mine so I'm even just happy even just saying it but even down to those small things or the things that don't matter the most we take that type of energy and that type of mindset and that keeps us going to our next thing of like where we could go so sometimes we try to just do too much instead of just doing those small things like those small things really 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 make the difference because it's not that one thing that we do and we got scared and got so anxious to do for that one day. It's the little things that we do throughout the week, right? Or we do throughout our day. Even if it's five minutes a day or even if it's two minutes. Your two minutes every day will build you up to something bigger. But it takes you to do those two minutes. And to know that maybe in them two minutes you're not going to get it done. But you're preparing your mind to do it. And you keep preparing until you're able to really make that leap of faith. And I feel like in this quarter... And where we at in life right now, it's really time to make that jump, right? Um, I feel like I've made that jump in some ways in my life um, with some relationships and some things that I'm working on. But it's time to really take it to the next level. And as I'm thinking about my season three, thinking about this being my third year teaching, more doors open. Because you need experience really in education to kind of do anything for real, for real. Um, I'm not at the point where I can start making changes right I maybe can go to a different level I may even be able to change my position but it took me to get out of the fear of one thinking I wasn't going to be able to pass my teacher test right being able to 
when I do succeed throughout this school year at a new school with more children, um, being over that fear of having a lot of kids in the classroom and feeling like it's a lot on me, when I get past that, I'll be able to see, you know what, that was one other hurdle I was able to get across. It may have been a hurdle to get there, but it got me closer to like my ultimate goal. And I think when we think about what we want and being able to assess our fears, we have to think about what's the bigger goal and create small things in between to get there. Like I'm working on a um, a research thing for NCTE, the award that I won, and I'm having to break it down into many tasks, right? I have about a year to do it per se, but I want to do it in these certain months. So I have to start somewhere. Like I have to really figure out what is it that I want to do and how I want to do it. And I think, and not I think, but I I challenge you all to do the same thing. Like, what is your big thing that you really need to do, right? What do you want and what are you afraid of happening, right? So maybe what is the issues that you could face? That's how they have posed it on my template. What are the issues you could face getting there? And what are some possible solutions to these problems? And when you get that, that makes you even think about, do I even have a real goal that I can attain? Of course, all goals are real, but not all of them are realistic. So is this a goal that I could attain, right? Aside from my fear, is it something I could do? Is it feasible? Is it attainable? Is it realistic, right? That smart goal thing. And then thinking about what can you actually do in between time with the time that you have and with the resources that you have and this slight amount of fear that you have, right? Account for that fear. If you're going to stop you, if nothing else do, even if your pockets can do it, your fear going to outsmart you. And it's going to be like, no, you shouldn't be doing it. Been there, done that plenty of times. So, when you really break down these ideas of like what you want and the fear and what you can do, that's how you get to the point of knowing where is your next step in life. And I feel like all of us and me, myself included, we're at this point of like what is next for our life because we've done all the goals, right? We've done all the things we wanted to do or the things we were comfortable to do. And now it's time to get to the point of like where is what is the next thing that we're going to do that's going to help us long term? Like I feel like we're now... So I don't know, something's in me just talking like it's time for like long term. Like it's time for long term. It's time for us to like stop running around in circles. COVID is still a priority, but it's not the main priority anymore, right? How do we get back to that other life? The life of like that keeping going. We looking for long term. We're not saying, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen next month. So I'm only planning for these three weeks, right? But we kind of let go of that fear slowly but surely and get into like what really matters in life and what really matters in life for what we actually want. So as I was like really planning for this episode, I was kind of stuck because it's kind of hard to really talk about fear and what that looks like because it looks different for many people. But what we all can kind of come to the consensus of is like fear is something that plagues us and it stops us from really going after what we want in life. And sometimes it's just so simple of like afraid of what somebody's going to think um, or maybe afraid of like what will happen to our lives when we get to this point. Instead of just saying like, no, like I'm capable, I'm capable, I'm worthy. And although I may be scared, I'm still going to do it because I don't know what's on the other side of fear. And I need us to get more comfortable and get more familiar with what's on the other side of fear, right? What's your one thing, right? Sometimes it could be our own insecurities and just our own shadow. Like we're scared of our shadow. It's not a real person, but it's there, right? So when I'm looking at the wall, I see it, but it's something that's stopping me implicitly without me even knowing. And I really, really, really want to challenge this. Like everyone who's listening and even the people who share my podcast, thank you so much. Um, you know, kind of think about what is it that I want? What are my fears? And like, what are the, some of the solutions that I can have in place that can help me not let my fears get the best of me? And I'm saying this for you and you I think like immediately when I leave from the studio tonight, I need to really assess that because 
my life is keeps circling around and people even around me are circling around this idea of like, okay, this is what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it because of this, right? And the reasons that we're given are so shallow and are like, so why are you not doing it? That it's getting to the bottom line of, it's just us being scared and we're just so fearful. So we have to step outside of fear and really step into faith. So <sighs> wrapping up this season two, y'all, and I just really wanted that to hit home, right? Like that thing of like, let's get outside of fear and let's walk into faith. So per usual, I hope you all have enjoyed this episode of the things we do not want to talk about. We are one episode away from the season finale. It feels crazy, but I'm excited that we got here. And I thank y'all for just the consistency, continuously to listen, um, even me through my hiatus, not being as social as I usually am. I appreciate all those that are listening. And I'm just so thankful to still be here and be able to share all the things we do not want to talk about. Until next time. I'll talk to you all later.